I'm going to tune in for the first time just to see what the intro music is. Just to see what the intro music is, yeah. Hey everybody, this is Jason Evans alongside Jared Kennedy and welcome to the Oklahoma Sports Show. Jared, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Jason, how you doing? Well, I'm doing great. It's good to see you. We are actually in the same room, so that's always a lot of fun. Um, it's very professional. It's very. I got the I got the headphones on. I got a microphone in front of me. Uh, we got visitors. We got like actual like a studio audience. Well, you guys one. make some noise. Yeah. We got one, 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 one person, but hey, one is better than none. So, uh, well, they thank will, you. it will build. It, it will build. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time to listen, uh, it's also our first time to listen. So this is show number one. And so thanks for being a part of it. Uh, somebody may want to know what the idea for this show came, came from. Uh, and Jared really probably doesn't even know where the idea came uh, from. Actually, I'm tuning in. Just like you are, because Jason, I'm curious myself. What is this show about? Well, the idea for this show really came out of my love for sports and my wife being tired of me talking about sports all the time and saying, I need to get back into sports. Yeah. And so that's kind of the idea of it is this is good for the marriage. Shut up about it and just start talking. Just do something. Yeah. Start talking about it on a podcast. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, by myself, I'm not very entertaining or exciting. And that's not true. That's not true. Give yourself a little more credit. Well, no, I, I just don't think it's that entertaining. So I thought, well, maybe if I got Jared, the guy, with the guy with Tourette's, the guy with Tourette's, and the guy who will just keep keep saying things. Yeah. Um, maybe if I got him involved in it, maybe we can actually have a fun show. So, Jared, thank you for being a part of this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my well, name is Jared. I'm from Cushing, Oklahoma, born and raised. Uh, spent a little time in Manford back in the third grade days, but uh, moved back to Cushing. Been there the, my whole life. Went to Seminole State uh, Junior College. Uh, then I went to OSU. I got my associates there. It actually took me three years, Jason. It took me three years to get my associates. I know what you're thinking. Oh, you too? Studio audience member Cambridge says, me too. It took. Oh, it took you too or me too? Oh, it took you three too. It took her three too. So, uh, but I tore my ACL on there playing racquetball and stuff. So, anyways, I have ADD, and uh, that so I do go get off on some tangents. So, at any time, Jason, you need to just reel me back in. Just do the old uh, signal, bring me back in, and it probably won't work, but I'll try. Well, I'll try my best. Yeah, and then I went on to uh, Oklahoma State University. Lasted there about a year. Actually, lived with you in uh, summer. You guys are my cousins. Do you know that? <laughs> I did know that, but okay. I don't think they knew they, that. They didn't know that. So, so see, that's helpful information, getting yeah. that out there. These two sound like they know each other for a while. Well, it's because we're, it's, we're related. Yeah. So We actually lived together, like you said, yeah. for, for a year. Yeah. So. Me, you, and Summer, and it worked out well until I took Spanish class. And so after that, it, it uh, kind of all went downhill from there. Figured I need to take a little break from college. And uh, once you take that break, get a full-time job. Let's just be honest, people. You never go back. You're still taking that break. I'm still taking the break, thinking of one day going back. Well, not really, though, because I love my job. So I'll wrap this up. I love my job. I work full-time for the city. I'm the programs coordinator, so I'm I'm over all uh, sports in the city of Cushing, all the way from, like, four-year-old t-ball to uh, football, soccer, baseball, basketball, you name it, the sport, we, uh, we do it. And so I'm over all that. So, so yeah, I love my job, always around sports, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, great. I'm, I'm excited that you're here. Uh, you know, this is going to be a weekly show. And so every week we're going to just kind of touch on the sports that are happening in Oklahoma. And uh, we'll kind of recap what happened the week before. And we'll also look ahead to the week that is to come. Um, but before we get to that, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Jason Evans. I live down in south of Oklahoma City in Newcastle, Oklahoma. And uh, I also went to Oklahoma State University. Uh, no offense. You survived. No offense, Jared, but I did survive. I graduated. I got my degree in broadcast journalism, and uh, that's probably another reason why I kind of want to give this podcast a shot. And I know what what you're thinking out there. Okay, we got a couple of Oklahoma State guys, and uh, so this is going to be an Oklahoma State podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, we're going to try so hard to make this an Oklahoma podcast. 
podcast. And what we mean by that is a podcast about sports in Oklahoma. Uh, I think it, our biases will come out every once in a while, um, but but we're going to do our best to to try to be fair and balanced all the way across, whether it's OU, OSU, or, or TU, um, and, and some other schools. We're going to talk high school sports, uh, a lot of Thunder basketball whenever the season rolls around. So we're going to try to cover it all, right, Jay? Hey, hey but listen, I was going to intervene there. You, even though we're biased towards our school, the thing of it is, is we're not like those. We're realistic fans. I, I like to think that we're realistic fans. So, like, you're never going to catch me up in the stands uh, waving the number one one sign. Not that number one sign. The, the other number one. Yeah, we're number one. We're the greatest team. We're, we're going all the way. If I genuinely feel that, then I'm going to say that. But but if, I, if, if we have work to do, I'm realistic about it. Hey, there's things about, you know, and we'll get into all that, but there's things that I don't agree with and that I don't like. And sometimes you may think, is this guy, are, are these guys Oklahoma State fans? It's true. But it's because we're passionate and we're, we're realistic fans. We're not those, those, uh, hey, ours is the best and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Listen, so, you know, I, I feel it's the best of both worlds. I agree. I think if there's anyone who's realistic about uh, Oklahoma State and really sports in general, we're two of those people. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the idea for the show. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of things. Um, we may even talk about random stuff like movies and stuff every once in a while, too. Yes. So <laughs> if if you've made it this far, just stick with us and uh, we're going to we're going to have fun. Uh, and hopefully we're going to give you some information and some good insight. Um, Jared, you and ready if, to if they want to send us some money, like, and, and let's talk about your the food place. Hey, I will talk about how good your food place is. Say, you know, a certain place wants to send us a check. I, I will lie and if I have to and tell me how, people how that's the best place. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just throw that out. If you guys want to bring by, come by the studio or whatever, bring us food on air. That I'm that that will be okay too. Yeah, it doesn't have to be food either. I mean, if yeah. just whatever your business. But we'll 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 talk about that down the road. Let's get this first show underway. Well, being as this is the the week that college football starts, we wanted our first episode to be our college football preview, and so we wanted to take a look at all three of the big uh, schools here in Oklahoma. And so, uh, Jared, we we decided we need a little bit of help, and so who did we call? Uh, Josh Dreyer. That's right, right. Josh Dreyer, all the way from Alaska, Alaska, Fairbanks, America, Fairbanks, Fairbanks Alaska. Alaska. Uh, he is he is going to call in, so we're going to just uh, wait here for Josh to to join us. Uh, Josh, thanks for being with us. Well, thanks for having me on the show today. Uh, my name's Josh Dreyer, and I live along with my family in Fairbanks, Alaska. And um, reason why somebody living in Alaska should be on Oklahoma Sports Show is uh, my wife and I were born and raised in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And uh, I'm a big, big, big Oklahoma sports fan uh, and um, keep up with it very closely, even though I'm three hours behind living in Fairbanks. Yeah, what, so, what time is it there? Uh, still, what time is it there? Uh, well, currently it's 6 Oh, I guess it's, it's going to be, yeah. Well, that was stupid. PM. <laughs> <laughs> I forget this. It's so, like, uh, so going to be time. What? No, what? It's not live. really that. Yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of a podcast. It's not live. Yeah, it's all right, people. When we did this, that's what time it was. It was 6.08 in Fairbanks. It's 9.08 in Oklahoma. So anyway, go ahead, Josh. It's 6.09 is it is it 909 in, in Oklahoma now? It is 909. Bam. It's so, dark out. Passionate about Oklahoma sports. Love my home state. My roots are in Oklahoma. And uh, th- those are the teams that I root for. Well, great. Well, we are so glad that you would want to be a part of this. Our, our premier episode, our college football preview edition. Now, Josh, we've kind of touched base on, on Oklahoma State, OU, and Tulsa. <laughs> Um, and, and kind of previewed the teams and, and maybe what their uh, potential is this year. But we wanted to bring you in, um, first of all, maybe to get some of your thoughts on, uh, on these three teams. And, and we're just going to kind of go around the table and have maybe some predictions and some of our keys to the season. Does that sound good? Sounds great to me. All right, well, well, we're going to put you on the spot right off the bat. Um, for Oklahoma State, what do you think uh, will be maybe two or three of their keys to have a successful season? I'm going to go with key number one would be defense. Key number two would be defense. And key number three is defense. Okay. Um, I think <laughs> the Cowboys have a prolific offense. 
Um, they've got a ton of returning uh, players from last year on offense. Uh, we lost a few key players on defense, obviously our ends. Um, but I think Oklahoma State playing in the Big 12 uh, has got to really this year, Glenn Spencer and his squad has got to show up and really help us because we'll be able to score. We've got to have our defense. Uh, the defense has just got to just got to stop um, prolific offenses that they'll face like TCU at Baylor early on. That's going to be a tough game. Um, so I think Oklahoma State special teams will always come into play. I think special teams at Oklahoma State has always been a strong uh, suit for the Cowboys. Um, Mason Rudolph is going to lead the offense great, but I, I, we need to see some great defense played from the Cowboys. I think there's many games last year where we had some key stands, some key stops, and I think the Cowboys will need to continue doing that um, this year. Uh, the other thing, obviously, uh, we talk about the passing game with Oklahoma State. The running game really needs to come into play. I think Mike, the offensive coordinator, could be a little bit uh, predictive last year. With Mason in, you're throwing. With Walsh in, you're running. Obviously, we uh, Oklahoma State had a uh, a very young offensive line last year. I think uh, just the experience that they gained last year going into this season is going to be strong. I really think the Cowboys will be able to become uh, running back you again and really pick that up. And I think the Cowboys will uh, will look pretty good this year. Well, I'm, I'm going to cut you off right there uh, because I, I really want to ask, do you think, like, I, for one of my keys, I think it's all about the line. Um, Amen. Uh, because, like, I mean, yeah, uh, sophomores accounted for half of their starts last year. They had no zero or no seniors on the line uh, last year. But, like, do you really think, are they going to be that much better that they can they can really establish a running game? I, th- I think so. I mean, I think any time that you play uh, a full season in the Big 12, um, that you face the, the type of atmospheres that you face, I think they've, that's definitely been something that they've been working on. Obviously, everybody going into last year knew that that, that O-line was going to be a problem. And I think those boys probably have a chip on their shoulder. And uh, I think, uh, you know, going into game number 11 last year at 10-0 and and losing um, game uh, 11, 12, and 13, uh, I think I think they want something to prove. I think I, I mean it can't get any worse than last season, so I definitely think it'll be better. Here, here's my deal. I, I got to interject. Well, t- talk about the line. The, the thing about yes, line, we are young at the line, so I think we that experience, you know, and how many starts that we had last year, zero seniors and all that, will you know benefit us. However, you know, like we've been rotating, like you know that. I think this first game they were talking about we're going to be rotating eight eight linemen in. That's not necessarily a good thing. I t- we I talk about depth and like how it's awesome to have depth on you know defensive line backs other areas. I don't. It's good to have depth in the offensive line, but it's not necessarily great to be rotating in that many linemen in during the game. Offense is all about flow, getting. Uh, Playing together, getting the flow of the game, not not stopping the motion. It's all about flow. So if you're having to, if we're rotating in that many guys, it tells us that we're still trying to find those key yeah. guys that are going to plug in and do yeah. the job. Oh, so to sure. me, to me, my agree. my mine is definitely the offensive line. If we if we could put together an offensive line, and get that run game. My biggest fear is. Uh, we have all the talent at the skill positions. We have one of the top receiving cores in the nation. I think we. I personally think that Mason Rudolph can be one of the top ten uh, quarterbacks in the country. My fear is, are we going to waste that talent because we don't have nobody that can block and protect him? Yeah, I mean, I I I definitely agree. I think that to me, the number one thing to look for at Oklahoma State is how will the line establish a running game you know I mean you look at pass protection last year I mean I think people would say they were above average I mean Mason uh, until those last three games Rudolph wasn't you know just laying on his back the whole time but um, I mean in the big 12 yeah it may be pass happy but you've got to be able to run the football and you know coach Gundy and his first presser you know he talked about if they could average 125 a game you know he'd be excited well you know I looked at last year they averaged 125 a game and I don't think that's anything to be excited about and I know he was kind of making a joke but um you know if you've got five running backs kind of the same as the line yeah you want to have depth at running back because you know it's a long season but like out of those five are we is Oklahoma State going to have one guy who can be the workhorse 
Well, I mean, I, 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 you know, think that we have enough talent there at the running position that I think you're going to have that. I, I think Carson has the potential to be a workhorse, but he has different styles of running than like Childs and, and even Sanders mm-hmm. coming yeah. in. I've yet to see Sanders, you know, in the Oklahoma, behind the Oklahoma State line. You know, I watched him a little bit at Stanford, but let's be honest, he, he was behind a Haas yeah. there in Stanford. So, you know, he, he didn't get it, uh, as much opportunity. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't think, you know, you know, guys like that are going to be game changers, but that's where it all comes down to the line. If we can get that line going, then I think that um, I think we'll have that guy in like Carson that could be that workhorse. But yet you're going to have that steady exchange of you know Childs, uh, Sanders coming in, uh, and even the even the new guy, yeah, Justice you know, Hill, the Hill. Yeah, guy. I've heard a lot of great things about yeah. that kid. So, well, what do you think, Josh? Who's your is is there going to be one running back come up, or is it just going to be by committee? Oh, certainly by committee. I think if you, if you look at what Mike and Mike, the Mike duo have done at head coach and offensive coordinator there. Um, but I think uh, at 125 yards per game, that's not, you know, that's a little bit short of, you know, what probably Mike really wants. And I think he's probably just kind of saying stuff like that to media because everybody, everybody knows it's a, it's a big question mark for the Cowboys. But, uh, you know, we definitely got to establish that within this season if we really want to do anything um, because everybody knows we can throw. So I think by committee for sure. But I'd really love to see somebody uh, somebody take the lead there. And, that, and that's the other thing you talk about. You know, you mentioned it being the show. It this is now Mason Rudolph's year. You know, yeah. we've had Walsh, you know, plugged in there. And I never felt, you know, listen, I'll be honest. I was I was never a big Walsh fan until these latter his his latter years because yes he, he brought a leadership to the team I loved his energy and you know how he ran around and do that but one thing that I felt was lacking is allowing Mason Rudolph to get that rhythm to let him to let him uh push through those mistakes he's making during the game. You know, when he's a little bit banged up to see him push through that stuff. We've always had walls to do it. So I'm excited to see it be Mason's team. Yeah. What, what can he do when it's his? Hey, we're a little, we're a little beat up. You're still in. This is going to be your team. We're throwing some interceptions. You're well, I think part of, the reason, part of the reason they had to run on Walsh so much is because on short down yardage, on a three and two or a three and you know four, uh, everyone knew that we didn't have a running game, but we knew that Walsh was that guy that could run through the line, you know. And so yeah. I think this year with there no being Walsh, it's definitely got to be Mason or it's got to be a running back to really do something there. Yeah, and I agree. I think all of uh, the Oklahoma State uh, family and the nation they they want to see Mason be the man. Um, you know, he threw for thirty seven hundred yards last year, which is like I mean that's uh, you know it's like a top five performance in Oklahoma State history. And yet he only had twenty one touchdown tosses, and that's because in red zone opportunities, usually you saw uh, Walsh come in and run um, some kind of spread option or, or things like that. And so I think it'll be interesting to see that it is Mason's team it's Rudolph's team and uh and likewise and we'll talk about this I think with OU here in a minute um you don't want to see Rudolph get hurt (laughs) because after after him you've you've got uh zero players who've taken meaningful snaps and so that's that's another difference when you don't have Walsh uh coming off the bench um but since I brought up OU let's talk about OU for for a second um you know they're the the big 12 favorites they're picked to win uh top five team in the preseason polls and I mean, you know, they were in the college football playoff last year. They 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 were in half the game with Clemson. And, uh, I mean, I think we can look. And Clemson was a great team last year. And uh, OU is right there with them. And so what are the keys, Jared, for, for OU as they head into this season? Uh, you know, I, I, I think it's uh... – kind of around the same thing keeping like their quarterback healthy they got that stud and baker you know mayfield coming back he's that dual threat he's he's an exciting player he makes a lot happen but i think uh if i was an ou fan because uh i'm really superstitious like that you know you kind of look at what's been the trend these last few years with oklahoma and and i feel like with oklahoma uh they have a guy come in uh whether it be you know trevor knight or somebody coming in after an injury they lighten it up everybody gets excited then that following year they kind of 
for whatever reason, take a step the other way. And so I think with Baker Mayfield, he had a guy come in here, light it up. Everybody's excited. They're, they're happy about being here. But me, I want to see that. I want to see that. Let's not get ahead. Of, let, let's see that he can finish this thing, can really take him to where they want to be. So I, so I think that right there all falls kind of on Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Can he be the guy that Oklahoma's expecting him to be? Uh, or is there too much, too much pressure on him? Uh, we're putting it all on him. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with Jared. Uh, QB is number one, but I think uh, the Sooners, you know, have a returning running back that uh, is, uh, you know, the reigning Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Um, and uh, I think he's going to have a big season. You look at some of the games that he had last year, P. Ryan. Um, uh, I think that's going to be a key for the Sooners as well. You know, I think they've got a tough. I, you know, you read about uh, the Oklahoma Sooners and predictions and what people are saying. I think, you know, starting off with Houston and then uh, Ohio State coming up soon, I think that's a tough schedule. Yeah. And uh, I, I, Houston's going to come out want to prove something. Those are going to be a tough few games to work, you know, through. So they've got to keep their – they've got to keep focus. You look at, you know, Oklahoma last season, they had a couple of hiccups at various places. You know, they were heavily favored against Texas and then and – then, uh, uh, hiccuped against uh, West Virginia. They're going to have to stay focused game in and week out um, if, if they're going to want to get back to the college football playoff. And uh, a lot of that has to do with the leadership of uh, Bob Stoops and how he leads the team. And then the players on the field, are they are they willing to, to, to you know keep their heads in the game and, and know that they've got to go in there every weekend and, and uh, prove something? Yeah, I mean, I think just looking at their team, if there's one area on the offensive side of the ball um, that, that could be, I, I don't even want to call it a question mark because they've definitely got the horses, but their offensive line, um, you know, they lost two all Big 12 performers last year off the line. And they, 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 they've definitely, I think I read a thing uh, uh, today or a couple days ago, they've got the seventh most experience in the Big 12 on the O-line um, and that's kind of a reverse from from last year and so uh, you know you know with Mayfield no plays dead until the whistle blows and you know with P. Ryan and Mixon in the backfield um, that that they're going to be able to get up and down the field um, but I think it just it, it kind of uh, not in near the drastic states of Oklahoma State but in kind of the same way what their offensive line can do I think will dictate a lot of uh, really how powerful that offense can be because I think it's a given they will be a good offense um, but because they have all the skill players and they've got the the playmakers but if that line can really hold together and grow then I mean offensively they're going to be really tough to stop I think and that's one thing about Oklahoma you know you look at Oklahoma as a college you look at them kind of compare them to like a professional team everybody I think always looks at like a Dallas Cowboys and how one thing they always seem to have is they have that offensive line yeah you know they're they're known for having that offensive line where we can run the ball and stuff like that Oklahoma you look through the past years that's something they've always had hey they've had one of the top lines in the nation I think these past few years they've kind of they've kind of been down a little bit in that area and I think if they're wanting to get back to national title uh you know fighting for that national title I think that's one of their key things yeah. we got to get back to where we used to be we got to yeah. get back to that powerhouse uh lineup that you know we're known for so i think i think it'll also be interesting to see what the receiving core does um you know sterling shepherd was their all everything guy last year he caught for almost 1300 yards um you know they definitely have talent coming back but it, it, it's a little bit of unproven talent i mean you know westbrook's back and uh gino lewis will will hopefully step in there but um you know what are they going to be able to do what kind of targets are are they going to be able to be uh, for for uh, Mayfield um, as he's back there? I, I personally think you're going to see Mixon a lot more. Uh, you know, he was very active as a receiver last year, um, but I think you're going to see that even more, especially early this year um, as OU tries to figure out what receivers or tight ends are, are going to step up. What about on the defensive side of the ball? Because, you know, I mean, as you mentioned, Jared, I mean, as a program, they're, they're known usually for – for that offensive line, and then they're usually known for their defense. Um, uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, that's another area that I thought. I, you know, I think. Oh, go uh, ahead. There he is, interrupting. You know, like this, this one. No, is getting, gonna, no, I'm just kidding. It's the delay. Well, the delay. When, when I'm three thousand miles away, I quite don't know when you're going to speak. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'm kidding, um, bro. No, I know, I know. Well, I think you know. 
one of one of the keys. Uh, they've always have good defense, but uh, Jordan Evans, the linebacker, I think he's going to have a big year. Um, yeah. I think he's going to have to because uh, they have incredible corners, um, and, which you need in the Big Twelve because. Obviously, it's a passing um, conference, but I think uh, he's he's the guy who uh, is going to be key for stopping the run, um, which is something that all teams want to try to establish. Got to hold up. You know, uh, Clemson wore down the Sooners. I mean, they wore them down. They had 300, 312 yards and three scores. And uh, Texas, if you look at that game, 313 yards and a score. Yeah. Uh, so those were the only two games that they allowed 300 yards or more, and uh, those are both their – you know, two big losses there. So uh, secondary's got to be a, a key part, too, for the defense in the Sooners this year. Uh, I think – I was just going to say, I, I think they just – the defense, they got to get back to that – killer instinct defense they used to have that you know the the old day mike mike stews before you know his first run you know with the sooners that hit him in the mouth uh you know knock them when they're when they're down defensive mentality that i think they've been lacking you know this past couple years and i think you got a couple guys like striker you know that that comes in has that mentality i'm better than you i'm gonna you know and he you know he he lets you know it yeah well he's gone now though yeah Oh, he's he is gone. He is gone. But that's what I'm saying is I, they're missing that that type of leadership and you know from that player that says, "Hey, we're going to do that." So who's going to step up? Who's going to be that next uh, you know guy that hit him in the mouth? Kind of get that mentality back to where it used to be. You know, for the Sooners, I think that's one thing we need to work on. Yeah, I, I I agree completely. And and you know one thing I've noticed in the in the last couple of years is I don't think that defensive depth is there the way uh, it has been in the past. And I think probably you know there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, every team they always feel like they don't have enough depth. Um, but I think that'll be interesting to see too. Is you know they've they've got two proven linebackers, but they don't have a whole lot behind that. And then they've got a couple proven D linemen, um, and then they're they're put picking in some spots uh, from there. So I think that'll be interesting to see. Um, let's go ahead and, and talk about TU for a second. Um, you know, TU's really uh, – Philip Montgomery, I, in my opinion, did a great job uh, building a, a 500 team in his, in his first year. And, uh, you know, they're they're just hoping to improve. Um, but So when it comes to TU, I think uh, you got to start with the offense. Um, my One of my keys is just going to be uh, – is it, well, it's, I guess, the opposite of offense because my key is will the defense be able to step up to help – the offense. Um, you know, we talked earlier, uh, experience is, is huge. Last year, TU had none on the defensive side of the ball, um, but they have they have quite a few of those players coming back. And so, uh, I mean, the offense with Dane Evans, you know, Keevan Lucas is back. Um, Atkinson on the, on the outside, they've got two returning running backs. Like, offensively, I think they'll be fine, but uh, will the defense be able to stop anybody? I think that's the that's always the question with TU. Their 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 offense scores the points. I mean, obviously we talked about this earlier. You know, they average you know thirty four plus points uh, in eleven to thirteen games. So I mean, it. But like you said, the problem is it's like can the defense keep up with the offense? Like you got if you're going to score thirty four points, you'd like to feel, hey, we got we can yeah, win this. Yeah. I mean, hold them to twenty one. You know, hold them twenty, hold them to thirty. But you know, when your defensive is giving up that much, so I think you know that that's another thing. But they got a tough road. You know, they got a they got a tough road. You know, looking at their schedule, I mean, they're also playing Houston, Ohio State. I mean, they got some tests. Yeah, uh, they do. What do you think, Josh? I'm hey, I got to be honest. I think TU is going to be a fun ball club to watch this year. I think, uh, obviously, the offense is a big part, you know, with uh, Coach Montgomery being Art Briles' disciple. Um, however, I think I think on the offensive side, I mean, they've got a lot of key, you know, stud athletes who can catch the running backs, wide receiver core, obviously the quarterback and Dane Evans. But I think their O-line is going to be a big question mark this year. You know, last year they gave up 41 sacks. Going into this year, they're replacing two big guards. And so I think, you know, to have a prolific offense like that, replacing the O-line and then giving up that many sacks in a season um they've got to really get that um underneath uh you know certainly less than 41 for sure but i think the defense you know uh, bill young former oklahoma state coach um uh heading that up they gave up 40 points a game last season so uh you know they they score 37 but gave up 40 so and they were ranked 114th nationally in yards per 
play. So uh, defensive big thing. I think uh, I think you know they could, they could say something big if they could get a, a win in Houston. You know maybe the Sooners will do their uh, in-state uh, brothers a favor, kind of beat down Houston a little bit, and maybe TU can get in there and get a W. Was Bill? How long was that his first season? Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about about Bill is, you know, I, you know, I I had my moments with him, you know, when when he was with the Cowboys, you know, I have my moments with all the coaches. Let's (laughs) just be honest. Uh, You know, they can call in and talk to us. You know, that's fine. I I can. We we would love that. We would love that. I'll I'll hash it out, you know, and stuff. Give them my opinion because I'm sure they want it and they'll, you know, take notes and stuff. But, you know, one thing about Bill Young is I did. He kind of had that, you know, bend but don't break mentality. You know, let's 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 almost run that prevent offense you know our defense you know let them we'll we'll give them you know the the yards but let's not give up you know we're not going to let them score and that drove me nuts a lot of the times because i'm like put your guys up there so i mean there there's a lot of things that he does uh that kind of drive me nuts to just be honest with you but at the same time that bend but don't break mentality really worked for us at you know at, at parts because it's like hey listen he's he's like wearing them down letting them do their things but then when it comes down to it they ain't scoring yeah so I mean I he, he's a great coach uh, I I liked him at Oklahoma State I think he did a fair job and I and I feel like he got better as he was there and so. Uh, I think he'll do a good job for the defense. I think, you know, I think that number's a little bit, you know, over the top as far as, you know, when you when a guy first comes in, you can't judge him solely yeah. based on what he yeah. does that first year. Yeah. I think it'll be better. I think you'll have those guys going in the right direction. And I I, I agree with Josh. I, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting to watch him see see how it plays out. Well, I, I definitely agree with that. I think it'll be exciting. I think um, you brought up the schedule. You know, playing in that conference, there's uh, maybe, uh, you know, it's it, it's not teams we're traditionally familiar with, but but they have some fun games. And, and there's some good teams when you when you look at Houston, um, you know Memphis in the last few years has been pretty good. I always love Navy. Um, I love that they play that option style and they just they just go at it. Um, but but looking at, at TU's schedule, um, what are, what are we thinking season prediction wise? Let's let's look at that uh, for these three teams. But we'll start with with TU. They were six and seven last year. Um, you know I think the the statistically you know the computers project five and a half or six wins um, this year. What do you guys think? What do you think, Josh? You know what? I think I I remember tuning into that bowl game last year where they were going at it um, uh, with Virginia Tech, and I really thought that you know, obviously being an Oklahoma boy, I really wanted TU to pull that win out. Um, you know, I think uh, TU is going to surprise some folks. So I'm going to say they're going to go. They're going to win seven ball games this year. I'm going to say seven ball games, and I think that they're going to make a bowl game for the first time in a while. You, because if you look at the, the previous two seasons before last year, they combined they had five wins. I think they're yeah. going to get seven this year. Okay, what do you think, Jerry? That, that's actually where I was going. I, I think they're going to get that seven win. I think they're going to be tough. I think that they're going to have to get a couple of those. Uh, obviously, I they're not going to beat Ohio State. Especially at Ohio State. Let's just be real. Uh, but you know, a couple of those games, I I think they could still one from Navy. You know, and I and I think they can. Uh, Central Florida, I think it's going to be a little bit of a test for them. But yeah. I, I I feel I, I was kind of heading that same way. I, I think they can get seven seven one. Well, just to be different, I'm going to go ahead and say eight. Because I think they're, they're Man, the expectations you're throwing on them. They're probably going to win win five. <laughs> no, but here's my reason why. I think the schedule um, it, it it favors them at the end of the season. All things being healthy, um, you know that they're they're all their key players can stay healthy. I think it sets up for them to win some big ball games at the end. I'm looking at that Navy game. I also think that they'll be able to 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 go into Annapolis and and maybe pull one out. I think. Uh, e- uh, Central Florida, that will be a tough game, but you know what? I I just I think by the end of the season, if everyone's healthy, they're they're going to be rolling. Um, I really do think that. And then, well, I don't think. I, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say I don't think Central Florida uh, is anywhere near what they used to be when they went on that big run and went to a BCS bowl game. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I was living at the time. Was that so two I years ago? See, you could. I think it's also can definitely win that ball game for sure. Well, and the one I'm looking at, I think the 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 
the game that I think could really set their season apart is the last one. I think Cincinnati, you know. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, again, maybe is not what they've been in the last few years. Um, but I just I just see that as a game that the, the team can get up for. And I think they'll have a lot to play for in that uh, last weekend for them. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say eight wins. I'm going to say uh, they're going to win uh, their home games for sure. And I think they're going to win a couple on the road to, to be able to pull that out. Um, uh, so there it is. I'm on record. Eight wins, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll mark that. We'll put that down on the big board. That's okay. okay. Uh, let's talk about OU. What do we think about? No, let's talk about Oklahoma State first. Let's let's go there. Um, season season wise, what do we think, Josh? Well, I think for my health, I hope they do a lot better than what other people are predicting. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think they'll, they'll, they'll lose two conference games, uh, this year. Uh, I, I just think, you know, playing in the big 12 is, is tough, um, week in and week out. And honestly, you know, let's be honest. Everyone says that about their conference, you know, my conference is tough. So I don't necessarily know if that works for the Cowboys there, but, uh, I think they'll lose two games. I think, uh, uh, but I think they're going to surprise a lot of people just like they did last year. Again, all the returners. But, boy, would I love to just see them lose one. Um, and, and, honestly, that's a toss. You know, Baylor, TCU, uh, you know, can we take down Texas? What does Oklahoma look like, you know, in, in, um, in Norman there? Um, I, I always think Mike Gundy walks into Norman with his tail between his legs. Um, but hopefully he shows up with the boys. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go two loss season with the Cowboys. So ten and two. Ten, ten give me two. ten and two, and I'll be happy. Listen, is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Good, because I've been holding this in. Here we Listen, go. well, here's the thing. In my opinion, it all comes down to the line. That, I mean, that's what it is for me. Listen, I am a season ticket holder. I go to every game. We we travel to a lot of games. I, I am, I am there. You know, seventy five percent of the time. And just like any diehard Oklahoma State fan, me, yourself, you know, Josh, all of us, just like Josh said, it's it ain't good for the health. Yeah. Okay. When when we're standing up there and things aren't going right, or you're seeing things that just frustrate the heck out of you it just it it boils it, you know it's on your mind constantly and so one thing that was on my mind constantly was our our lot what the play that we got out of our offensive line last yeah, year yeah I, I we took a huge hit uh when we lost our offensive coordinator i i, I felt we we took he listen Whatever is going on now, you know, and the the whole, you know, the whole, you know, did he leave on bad terms? And oh, all? are you talking about Wickline? Or yeah, Wickline. Okay, okay so our, our O line coach. Our O line yeah. coach. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, when when he left, you know, whatever's going on now, I just we we lost a great coach. Let's, Wickline yeah. was the man. Yeah. And so if we could get our line back to where it needs to be, boys, I think we can go eleven and zero into Bedlam. I mean, I look at these games, you know, these first few games, Pittsburgh is going to be our, our first test. I think Pittsburgh's a good team. They're not a great team. I, I think uh, we take care of business there. Last year, you know, at this time, you know, I would have said Baylor's going to be, you know, at the end of last year's yeah, thing, I would have yeah. said that's going to be a tough one to go steal from Baylor at Baylor. Having gone through all that that they've gone through, I just think it's going to be hard for them, you know, to – to come out swinging, you know, first conference game, uh, I, at least for us, you know, it's going to be our first conference game. Is it their first conference game as well? Yeah. yeah. Probably, yeah. So I think that's going to be a tough task for them. I think we steal that one out of Baylor. Uh, and then just looking down, there's always – it's always scary playing – at Snyder's place in mm-hmm. Kansas State, uh, I think we can get that done. And then you're looking at TCU, uh, at TCU. How well is TCU? TCU is one of those teams that man, they're up, they're so hot, but then all of a sudden they'll fall off and go through that. So, so it's like, where's TCU at going to be at the end of the year? So having said that, if we can get our line going where I think it needs to be, I think we could be 11 and 0 going into Bedlam. Having said that, I think we're going to be 10 and 2. <laughs> I just think there's gonna we're gonna slip up somewhere. Well, see, this is where uh, now is that a superstitious thing, or do you really believe that? Uh, no, well, 
it, it's a bit of a superstitious thing, yes. But honestly, because I feel that nothing ever goes right for me. I just want my team to win. You know what I mean? I just I just want us to win. So I feel like there's going to be a part where we just we blow a game. You know, we pull an Iowa State, you know, a few years back. We're, there's just going to be that game. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you guys got on me for being so on the TU train. I'm I Maybe compared to you guys, I'm a little less optimistic about Oklahoma State. I, I'm, I'm really seeing more of a nine and three, um, and just because like the, the schedule, like I mean, it, you know, everyone's like, and I don't think you're just brushing Baylor completely off, but it's like people are like, oh, suddenly Baylor's going to be what they were right. six or eight years ago, and I, I mean, I'm just not buying that. It's not like Gro- Grobe is not Art Bryles as far as his competitive mentality and and his and 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 all that kind of stuff, but he's still a great coach and and i mean he's probably the right hire to come in and steady that ship and so like they're gonna have a ton to play for just like we will right there early on in the season i guess i like that it's early in the season as opposed because hopefully they're still trying to figure out grope system by that time um but you're right it's dangerous because sometimes you know you are right at saying that stuff sometimes that situation can be dangerous because the players are like you know what we have something to play for now let's prove people wrong so yeah but you know when you look at at baylor uh at k-state at tcu at oklahoma um um and not and not to mention we host Texas. But we haven't beat Texas at home since two thousand or since nineteen ninety seven. They've won like five in a row in Austin. But they haven't we were won at that game. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. We Lonzo were there Mays. sitting in the end zone. Yeah, but but yeah. So I mean, even even the Texas game is not a gimme just because it's at home or just because Texas has been down. But so I'm just gonna say I'm gonna be conservative at nine and three. Um, I think that they can they can take care of business. I think out of those four road games that they can. They'll win at least one of them. Hey, I think, honestly, let's be real. I think this probably wasn't a fair question. I think next week, you give me next week, the end of the thing after we play, you know, in Southeast Louisiana, we come back and you ask us that. Because even though, yes, we're going to, we should blow them out, uh, we're going to be able to see, see kind of where we're at. Yeah. We're going to be able to see a lot of, man, that it, that's but where that, we're struggling. So yeah, you, you asked me that question. Ask me that question. Well, I know, I know. Listen, so, I have. That's the way my mind works. What we'll do is we'll I, do predictions yeah, every week. I <laughs> like, yeah, every week I'll tell you how we do. I like ten and two. I'm going to say that, and I'm going to stick with it. But what I'm saying is, is really, you ask me after next week. And and I may change my mind to yeah. seven and three. Well, we, you know. we may talk about it next week, and it won't be revised preseason predictions. But I agree. I think right. I think we'll see a whole lot out of all three of these te- out of all three of these teams. Um, Josh, what about OU? What do you see uh, for them this season? Listen, I still think I think they've got that hard start. You have a lot of people that think that they can start hot, but I think with Houston, with Ohio State there, I think the Sooners are going to come out of there with some bumps and bruises. And I I really think and then you got TCU and Texas after that. So, I think that I think, you know, going in man, I really believe I think 10 and 2 as well. 10 and 2 for the Sooners and I think um hopefully one of those twos to the Cowboys. I, I agree. I, I just think uh, as as big as everybody's talking on OU and stuff. And listen, this isn't this isn't hater coming out and me trying to, you know, downplay anything. I'm just like you. I'm looking at the schedule, boys. Houston is a tough. That is a. I mean, one thing about OU that. Remember when Set. we started the year off yeah. a couple of years ago when we opened Boone Pickens and we lost to Houston when we were supposed to ramrod them? Right. That didn't happen to us. Right. But but I'm saying I, one thing you have to give OU credit for, and I'm kind of swallowing saying this, but you have to give them credit in their scheduling. You know, they, they're <laughs> yeah, always they playing. They, they, they go for it. And opening up at Houston is not easy. That's going to be tough. And then, like you said, they kind of have an off week there. But then Ohio State and then first conference game at TCU. Yeah. Boy, Boys, that's I mean that's tough. And then the Texas game, you know, we learn every year. It doesn't matter how bad one team is. That Texas game is hey, anybody can win that yeah. game. So I'm like you, I I think listen, there's a shot at three losses, but again, I'm I'm going to stick with the one loss. I I think they're going to uh I think they're going to slip up uh, somewhere, going to have one loss, uh, maybe 11 11 and 1. I think Okay, that, 11 that's and my 1. Prediction. I I don't and they're away from, and from they're Memorial still, Field. Be- 
Ohio State, I'll tell you that. Well, well I'll tell you this. I think there's going to be one loss. I'm giving them one loss. I'm not going to tell you where it's at, but – I, I guarantee you they're still going to get in the playoffs because that's the way that crap usually works. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I've been trying to figure this out. I, uh, I think 10 and 2, 11 and 1 are both very reasonable. I think both OU and TCU are incredibly happy that they are playing so early in the season because it gives both of them the opportunity to recover yep. uh, no matter what the outcome is. Having said that, um, I, I think 11 and 1 is probably – just is very, very attainable. Um, I, I kind of think they're going to come out of Houston, uh, Louisiana Monroe and Ohio state. And I think they're they're uh, to be honest, I think they're going to look like world beaters. Yeah. I think they're going to kind of roll through those games in a way that, you know, we've seen some of those Bob Stoops teams do in the past. Um, and I just, I just can't see, uh, just looking at this year, I can't see one Big 12 team coming out undefeated. I think there are just too many landmines um, to, to be able to do that. One one that I kind of circled and maybe other people aren't, um, and I know it's at the end of the season, but at West Virginia, um, the last couple times OU's played there, they've they've it, they've been uh, circuses of ball games. And something tells me by that point in the season, Dana Holgerson is going to be is going to be fighting for his job, and I think his players will be fighting with him. And so that's a that's a game I've kind of circled. Uh, at least preseason wise um, that even though it looks like they should probably win I think that uh, uh, time will tell um, but so I'm going to say 11 and 1 I think that they will slip up somewhere but uh, maybe I'm just being way too optimistic I think they're going to roll through non-conference I think they're going to have a lot to to in, in internally they're going to think they have a lot to prove and uh, they're going to try to do it uh, going through that non-conference so um, let's let's kind of keep moving on and, and let's do a couple more predictions um that are maybe uh let's let's talk about uh the big 12 who who's going to win the big 12 jared uh regrettably i think it's gonna uh, you, you know i think it's gonna be ou i'm i'm gonna say that's my pick but uh i think that first listen the first here's the thing about it the first week of conference games for the big 12 it, unlike past year, you know, like last year and stuff, it all comes down to the last week. I think a lot of who we're going to have, you know, see as uh, the champions is going to come from week one. I agree. I mean, yeah. that's that's very that's you don't see that very often. I mean, Oklahoma State at Baylor, uh, o- uh, Oklahoma at TCU. I think you're gonna you're gonna see uh, that uh, the leader who we think might uh, come on top uh, right out of week one. I, I agree with that. Josh, who do you got? Big 12. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, if you look at the Cowboys last season going into Bedlam with, with all of the, the hiccups and all the issues at quarterback and Walsh and Rudolph and offensive line, we were playing for a conference championship. I think this year um, going into Bedlam again, that ball game's for the conference championship. And I think the Cowboys are going to get it done in Norman, Oklahoma, and they're going to get that Big 12 title crown, and they're going to celebrate in that new stadium with the new screen and yada, 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 and this year is the Cowboys' year. I like that confidence. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I like it. I want to say that. Yeah, I, I don't think can't. I don't think I can say that. I I think I think I'm I'm OU's got to be the favorite. I think they're they're the most likely team. I I, I think OU and OSU are both going to be playing towards the end of the season for that opportunity. Um, where I'm afraid OSU might get tangled up and drop out of that spot though is at TCU the the a couple weeks before. Um, so I'm going to say OU in that. But Josh uh, as a as a cowboy, I do love uh, your optimism. Let's let's um, let's let's just let's do this. We're we're kind of running long, so let's let's cut it off. Let's talk about national playoff top four teams. Uh, who do you got, Josh? Oh, duh. well, I think you know the Pac-12. I live in you know northern Pac-12 country. I think uh, I think they're gonna have some ball clubs come out of there that are going to be uh, dynamite you know I, I think uh, Tennessee is gonna is gonna prove something down there you know so I'm gonna have to go Michigan Ooh. if Oklahoma State wins the big 12 then they gotta be in the playoff final so I gotta put Oklahoma State in there um, I'm gonna go LSU dynamite year Incredible running game, 
A little less mild, kind of on the hot seat. Going to think he's going to pull through. I like it. I think so. And I'm and I'm going to say the Seminoles are back. Oh. Florida State. All right. Uh, out of those four, who wins it all? I think I think with Les's job on the line, Les is going to make it happen this year. Louisiana State University is your wow. national champion. All right, wow, uh, we got that on tape, Jared. That your, is stepping your, on a limb, baby. Who's your four? Uh, you know, I, I kind of hate my four. Like, I'm not a big Alabama fan. Yeah. I mean, I I used to be like, hey, let's. I'd like to see them win again, but now it's just old. Uh, it's boring. It's boring. Like I, I just it, they drive me nuts. I, I don't like them, uh, but unfortunately, I think they will be back. I, I just think they're just they're just too good. They just bring in the recruits every year after year. Uh, I think it's going to happen. I think you'll have Alabama in there. I think Clemson will be back. Uh, I liked what they had last year, and I don't, I don't know that they lost. How many guys did they lose on the? <laughs> They're, I I think they're returning the majority. I don't. They they've got quite a bit coming. They got back. A, they quite do. a bit coming back. Uh, I haven't looked at them too much. So once again, after week one, we'll see. Come back and I'll maybe say you know forget that. What was I thinking? But uh, I like Clemson where they're at. Um, I don't know. I love how you said the LSU pick. I love. I love Les Miles. I'm a Les Miles fan. Uh, I like he gets the job done. I think he does uh, react better when he's in situations like he is now. Hey, uh, you in or you out? You know, mm-hmm. this is your last chance. I think. I think he uh, rises to the occasion a lot. I, however, I'm not picking them. I think Michigan's going to be up there in the mix simply because uh, of their coach. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, he he gets those boys so motivated. I love it, the way uh, of coaching and from what what he did. Harbaugh, I'm talking about what what he did last year with that team when nobody really thought they had much. You know, it's going to be a two, three, three, four year you know building process. Uh, I, I think Michigan's going to kind of return. I don't I don't know that they'll make the playoffs. See, I'm always going around the question. You ask me the question, and I'm just kind of going around it because I can't give you an answer. All right, I'll answer the question. Uh, I got Alabama, Clemson, uh, Michigan, uh, and Oklahoma. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll go those four. Well, I, I, I've got OU coming out of the Big 12, Alabama, and the SEC. I think Clemson's going to make it. So three of the four. And um, I, I, I'll go with Michigan, but – and mainly because I don't want it to be the repeat of last year. I still think Michigan State's the team to beat out of the Big Ten. I know they lost uh, their quarterback. I know that they've lost uh, you know a, a lot from that team last year. But just the Big Ten, I, I just don't think they're back all the way yet. Um, I think Harbaugh and Urban Meyer, I think they're doing great jobs. Um, but, but I'm going to go ahead and say I'll say Michigan, Alabama, Clemson, and OU. Which is why I think they'll kind of be in because yeah. everybody – they still like to look at that name and be like, oh, Ohio State, Michigan. You know, look at all those teams. Like, man, they're back. But really, they're not back to where they were. So I think it's, you know, I think they're going to have a few more wins. Yeah. You know, whether the, you know, if yeah. it was totally back. So. Well, all right. Uh, well, that'll that'll kind of do it for our predictions, and and I'm sure they're going to be dramatically, dramatically wrong. Yes. And uh, so we'll revise them every week. <laughs> and I'm okay with guys. I'm confident. I'm confident. And Louisiana State University, I think with 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 the the weather down there, they're going to rise to represent their country. I'm not worried about it. It's not going to be dramatically different. <laughs> LSU national champs. Right. I like it. I'll take uh, it. I'll if, take it. If OSU ain't there. That's who I want next. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Well, Josh, thanks for tuning in and joining us. I know you've got to run, um, but uh, we look forward. Hopefully, you'll you'll uh, decide that this is worth being a weekly guest on, at least through football season. Does that sound good? Fellas, I had a blast on with you, and especially talking about Oklahoma sports. I think uh, this is going to be something to look forward to every week for sure, so we'll see you again. All right. I feel like he was more than a guest, you know? Yeah, he really was. He's just here half the show. <laughs> thanks, Josh. Love you, bro. All right. Hey, love you guys. Have a good one. Well, all right. How'd that, how'd that feel, Jared? It felt good. You know, it's always, it, it, you know, he drives me nuts, like, on the like the Twitter stuff, and he starts going off, you know, uh, and I'm like, bro, you got to calm down. Listen, it was the first play of the season. 
calm down. Of course, then the second play, I'm going nuts. So, yeah. I, you know, we're all kind of alike. So I think we, we get each other. So it was fun. Yeah, that, that was fun. And we'll, we'll technology these we'll days. Do it. It's crazy. You just call someone from Alaska. I know. How many miles away is that? Thousands. Thousands of miles away. I know it takes a long time on a plane. And <laughs> yeah, you went up there, right? Yes, I did. And I'm yeah. telling you, I loved it there, but I hate flying. It just gets worse for me. <laughs> we flew, flew up to Seattle. Well, Seattle's beautiful, by the way. Flew into Seattle. We drove into Canada. Canada's beautiful as well. And then we, we came to Alaska. Did you know? Let me tell you. I'd never been to Alaska before. Have you been to Alaska? No, I haven't. Uh, we should go. We should make a okay. trip. But listen, I'm in Alaska. It is 1030. 11 o'clock. 1130 p.m. at night. And it's still broad daylight. That's crazy. I had no idea what was going on. My buddy Tom went with me, and uh, I was I was wigging out. I, I was like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you, you guys want to go down and get something to eat? You know, maybe run to the you know go bowling or something." They're like, "Bro, it's eleven o'clock at night. Everything's closed. It is broad daylight." So, anyways, sorry I, I got off on that. But Alaska is beautiful. But technology these days, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, before we run, I know we've this has been mostly devoted to college football. Um, that's okay. And that's okay. This is our college football preview edition. Um, but just so we can get kind of a full taste of sports in Oklahoma, um, Jared, I just want to get your opinion. Josh actually kind of brought this up to us. He he texted us earlier this week. Uh, did you see there's a petition going around to change the name of Durant, Oklahoma, to I, Westbrook? I did. I saw that. And my initial thought was, you know, I laughed a little bit. I yeah. thought, I thought, leave it to Oklahoma, you know, uh, uh, fans and stuff to to want to start changing town names based on a player's decisions. Were we all hurt by the decision? Sure. Listen, everybody, that's the thing about being a new, you know, uh, professional, you know, uh, state to, you know, professional teams. We were new that we hadn't had a lot of, that's our first professional team that's come to Oklahoma. So, you know, you get in there and you're thinking, oh, loyalty, loyalty, people, they'll stay here forever. Listen, at the end of the day, it's a business. He's got to, you know, make those decisions, what's best for him and his family. Do we like that? No. I, you know, listen, he should have stayed. But regardless of that, so people get on this, change the names, change it to Westbrook. I thought it was a funny idea. It's never going to happen. That's all there is to it listen don't go changing your oklahoma names that's been here around 1800s yeah and start changing it because that play what happens when westbrook leaves yeah exactly. are we gonna change, gonna it, change back? it to adams <laughs> change it to oh we they should change it yeah. to adams adams oklahoma i would there love probably to already say, is an adams oklahoma. Is there, yeah, i don't know I, I, it just sounds good adams yeah. oklahoma you where go. are you from adams oklahoma yeah i like that that sounds great that is a good idea. Yeah. See, you're going to start people, thousands we'll of people are going to listen to that. For that. Yeah, they're yeah. going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be like, Adams, Oklahoma. I like it. I like it. We need to we need yeah. to get that out there. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought, wow, this is just, I think it probably was people. It's people who are really, really immature because they got so yeah. angry or it's people who are just trying to do something fun. Um, so it was funny. I think it's, it's, it's relatively It's not even pronounced. Pronounced. It's, it's pronounced. not even pronounced Durant, right? It's Durant. It's yeah, because we're in Oklahoma. Is that how you say it? That's really? how people in Oklahoma Durant. say it. It's Durant. Like D-O- well, if there's anyone from Durant, if there's anyone from Durant who's Call listening, uh, just uh, shoot us an email, Oklahoma Sports Show at gmail.com. Oh, we got an email. Yeah, Oklahoma Sports oh. Show at gmail.com. Nice. And uh, we would love to hear how do you really pronounce it. So, yeah, Durant. Um, so, can they do that? Can they just send in their comments and questions? Yeah, just whatever. Hey, you we think. got a topic. You, whatever you I want to talk about. Such yeah. and such. Whatever sport in Oklahoma you want to talk about. And and as we go along, you know, we're not going to devote a full hour just to college football. So we're right. going to, you know, during the season, yeah, a great Porsche. We'll talk about other things. And we will not devote a full hour to soccer. Uh, I would would listen, (laughs) you know, next subject. Yeah. Next subject. So, um, Josh will though. Yeah. Josh, that will be his special show. Call in and do an English premier league preview next season. 
we won't we won't backtrack into yeah. it now. But Jared, uh, I think that's that's pretty much it. That covers our college football preview. That's the time. Um, it was, was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. It, it kind of feel like by. you could just do it forever. Yeah. Um, well, uh, like like we said, if you do have any comments, email us Oklahoma Sports Show at gmail.com, OK Sports Show on Twitter and Facebook, and uh, also you can find us on OklahomaTalking.co as we are part of the Oklahoma Talking Co podcast network. So uh, you can go there. We have blog posts, and we have uh, you can catch up on all our podcasts. And also, if you think you like this show and it's worth listening to, uh, if you're in iTunes, uh, go in and rate us. And uh, you know, the more you rate, the more easy you are to be found in iTunes. And so that would help us like out. Like stars, how do quite you rate? Yeah, like stars, and then stars. write a little comment about oh, how great it is. Great it um, you know, I guess. Listen to those idiots talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Because listen, let's be, I'm not one of those guys that sit around and just read statistics all day. Yeah. You're really going to get that. I mean, just being honest, the cut flesh, what's on his mind. You know, don't be calling in here asking me statistics on the 1984 Tulsa Hurricane T. I, more than likely, unless it's in front of me. But... I love doing it, and it's fun. So uh, we're, we're, I can ramble. At the very least, we're going to have fun. We hope you as a listener have fun, and uh, let's let's just have fun together. So, Jared, you got anything else? I don't. Uh, opening weekend next weekend, I'm excited. I will be at the game, and uh, I will have my feelings. Yeah, and, um, and we'll expect a full report because I won't be report. able to, to watch the uh, any of the games next weekend. So I'm going to rely on you oh, and Josh. Yeah. So Not a problem. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Oklahoma Sports Show. We'll be back next week, and uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. Until then, see ya. See ya.